This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And he gets all of that ball hit deep and over the wall for a home run. That was a no-doubter. Live play-by-play coverage of BYU Baseball is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. By the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. By All Pro Capital, All Pro Capital, real estate investments. And by doTERRA, doTERRA, pursue what's pure. Now let's get you ready for Cougar Baseball. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome into a soggy Miller Park in Provo, Utah, where today... BYU baseball in its second and final exhibition matchup against the University of Utah will battle here this afternoon in Provo. The first game, a 6-6 tie in Salt Lake City last Friday. Today, we are expecting a 105 first pitch, and the best news of the day is the rain has stopped and hopefully will stay away from for, for quite a while so we can get our 12-inning matchup in today here at Miller Park. Alongside my broadcast partner, Tuckett Slade. He is the BYU Baseball Director of Operations. My name is Jason Shepard. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get to our starting lineups, it's time to hear from the head coach of the BYU Cougars. That is Mike Littlewood. And our pregame conversation always brought to you by doTERRA. Pursue what's pure. Well, we got a little rain today, but that's not going to keep us from a uh, fall exhibition against Utah. This will be the, the second of the two-game series, and uh, I would imagine it look a lot like what we saw in Salt Lake uh, last week. Yeah, it is. Uh, same starting lineup. Um, we're going to throw 12 pitchers today. You, you, we will see Carter Smith, who didn't throw last week. He'll be in uh, this week, uh, kind of nursing a little bit of a, a sore elbow, but he's back to full speed, so he'll throw the 10th inning. Uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a drizzle. It's supposed to be out here at 2 o'clock, but um, the, this turf field allows us to – it's a great thing about it. It allows us to, to, to play. If, if we didn't have turf today, there's no chance already with the rain that we would be able to play because the field would be too wet and wouldn't be able to get it ready. So thankful for the turf and the opportunity just to play Utah today. Well, and we've talked just the importance of these exhibition games and beyond just scrimmages against each other, being able to play another team, it's so important during your, the fall season. Well, it's so it's so important to get guys out of their comfort zone. That's why last week when we kind of looked at some weather earlier in the week and didn't know if we were going to be able to play down at Smith's Ballpark, which is grass and dirt, our field's turf, I wanted our guys to, to play down there to, to uh, play against another team on their field, get out of our comfort zone because it's comfortable in scrimmages and when you're playing each other and everybody's having fun. But, you know, when you're facing another team from another school, it just changes everything and you get to see how guys do when they're a little anxious and, and uh, find out who can play. We call it a motor, you know, a game motor, and who can play with a slow motor and um, who has a good game clock and all those internal things that you don't get to see during a scrimmage. You'd mentioned you're going to go with you know a new pitcher throughout each of the 12 innings. Nate Daly's going to get the start. And you and I have talked. You have very high hopes for uh, for Daly. Well, he's looked so good. I mean, he, he's a big, strong body kid. I mean, you come out here and you're like, wow, the, he must be the, a forward on the on the basketball team. At six five, probably two thirty five, two forty, uh, super athletic. Um, you know, right now everybody's velocity is down just a tad because they're lifting so hard in the mornings. But in the spring, his velocity is going to be ninety four, ninety six, maybe ninety seven. Uh, throws strikes, has a good slide 
wider, good change, good good feel. He'll he'll definitely be one of our weekend guys right now. Um, Jack Sterner is going to throw second. He's been nursing a little bit of a hamstring injury this week. Uh, tweaked it during weights, which shows he's working a little bit in weights. Um, so um, hopefully he gets out here here today and he's able to do some things. And then Kiesel and Nielsen and Brady and McKeon and maybe us. And I mean, you can go on and on and just 12 very, very solid arms that are going to be able to get out. And you mentioned the the same starters that we saw in Salt Lake City. Uh, similar in terms of substitutions, uh, maybe a little bit later on in the ballgame, you start to get that depth out there in uh, playing defense and whatnot? Yeah, we'll probably play it straight up for nine innings with, with the guys who, who we want out there. Um, Andrew Pintar was, we were going to play him actually at second base this week, and he ha- had a, I, I don't know if I even call it a setback. He threw a ball hard in a drill, and, and he kind of felt it go dead, and we went, took him to the doctor, and it was just cartilage, and you know, but so I, I, he doesn't feel comfortable going out at second. I don't really feel comfortable putting him out there right now. So he's going to DH. We'll put Alex Sardina out there. But for the most part, it, and then Kyler Lester will go in. We're kind of just switching those two. I'm trying to get everybody in. Uh, I wish we I wish we could play 14 innings. Uh, but because we, we do have so many guys who probably deserve a chance to get in, but not everybody's going to get in. Most of them will. And some of them will have one at-bat and some of them will have five or six at-bats. But it's going to be a fun day. Coach, thanks for the time. Stay dry and we'll talk to you after. All right. Thanks, Shep. Always great to hear our national anthem. Welcome back into Miller Park. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you. Thanks again to the head coach of the BYU Cougars, Mike Littlewood, for joining us for a quick pregame conversation. Also, want to welcome those now joining us on the BYU Baseball Facebook page and joining the broadcast for an opportunity to see what's going on. If you'd like to sync them up, we uh, we certainly uh, uh, would recommend that, but obviously our audio going through that as well. So lots of different ways, whether you want to just hear it whether you want to watch it, we've got opportunities for you to take in today's BYU baseball game against the University of Utah. Both teams still in their dugouts. Uh, and Tuck, we, you know, we saw these two teams last Friday in Salt Lake City, and it was a, an early start uh, for the Utah offense. They got up by 5-1. to one. BYU then came storming back. At the bottom of the 12th, it was another 12-inning game. BYU, unfortunately, they gave up the, the tying run, but it was certainly a fun game to watch, and I know both sides took a lot out of that one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of learning experience to be done. That's why we play these games, Ship, is so we have an opportunity to learn about our team. Tough way to tie. Could have been worse. Should have went away with a, a W had the umpire made the correct call there at the end <laughs> on a double play ball. But uh, that happens, and we all make mistakes, and we're looking forward to today. All right, let's get to our starting lineups. Brought to you by Big O Tires. Your local Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. 
Leading things off for the visitors from the University of Utah. Batting first, leading off number three, the shortstop, Matt Richardson. Batting second and playing in left field, number 10, Alex Beza. Batting third, number 44, second baseman, Chase Anderson. Batting fourth, the cleanup spot, number 13, playing first base, T.J. Clarkson. Batting fifth and playing third, number 50, Zach Tolia. Batting sixth, number two, the designated hitter, Brock Rudy. The catcher, hitting seventh and wearing number 24 is Davis Kopp. Hitting eighth in the order, number 19, playing right field, Jackson Clement. And batting ninth, number 99, the designated hitter, Johnny Bardich. They will be facing Nate Daly, who you heard Coach Littlewood talking about. He, uh, he certainly looks the part, and they are very, very excited about, uh, about Daly's future here with the BYU Cougars defensively behind Daly. The outfield from left to right, Hayden Latham in left center field is Mitch McIntyre and Cole Gamble will be playing in right field. Your infield, third baseman, is Austin Deming. Brock Watkins will be playing shortstop. Sardina at second base. Jacob Wilk at first. Colin Reuter will be catching today's starter in Nate Daly. And Matt Richardson has made his way to the batter's box, and we are seconds away from our first pitch here. And it is underway, a ground ball to Watkins at short. Long throw, not in time. Originally, it looked like Deming at third was going to cut it off, but it got past him. Brock Watkins able to get it deep in the hole. The throw, not in time. So a leadoff single for Matt Richardson, and that's how this game begins in Provo. Yeah, tough play, six-hole play right there, Shep. Uh, tough play to make, but, uh, you know, hey, early in the fall, still still working on things, looking for a double play here. That'll bring in Alex Beza, and he looks at strike one. Beza wearing number 10. The University of Utah wearing the same uniforms that they did in Salt Lake City, the gray pants and then the black and red tops. BYU in the white pinstripes with Navy. The pitch misses outside, one ball and one strike to Alex Besa. Runner at first, nobody out, leadoff single for Matt Richardson. On deck is Chase Anderson. But right now, the battle is Daly versus Beza. A surprisingly large crowd despite the weather today. Very impressive. The 1-1 pitch outside. Quick throw down to first. Richardson back in time. So two balls and one strike. For obvious reasons, the seats that are the most uh, occupied right now are all under the canopy here at Miller Park. That will surprise nobody. Daly delivers the 2-1. Hits the outside part of the strike zone. Two balls and two strikes. That was a great pitch. Painted the outside corner. So 2-2. Two and two. And they have changed the leadoff. It is not a single. They have given it uh, an, e an error. So it has been scored an error. So it is not a leadoff single. 
The count is two and two. Dally delivers. Chopped foul. And the count stays two and two. Again, going 12 innings today. As you heard from Coach Littlewood in pregame, just like we saw last Friday, a new pitcher for every inning. And joked the fact that he, he wished there were 14 innings because he has so many guys he'd like to get out there and see. Yeah, no kidding. We, we have a ton more guys we'd like to throw, but uh, Utah said they only had uh, availability for 12 innings. And so that's what we're going with. We were hoping to get more, but... Uh, not going to happen today. We were hoping for 16, to be honest with you. We have 16 guys we'd like to throw. but uh, So there's uh, four guys that won't get an opportunity to throw today because of that. It's a good problem to have if you're yeah. uh, if you're the Cougars, to have that many guys that you, you're really excited to see what yeah. they could do in an opportunity like this. Exactly. Two balls, two strikes. Dally delivers to Besa. Fouled off to the left side, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. There is rain expected a little bit later on, but right now we've got a window with no precipitation. The temperature is certainly cool in the mid-40s, but the good news is no rain falling. 2-2 two -two pitch. Fouled off again, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. Busy day of BYU sports, obviously baseball here right now in about 15 minutes in Pullman, Washington. BYU football trying to snap two-game losing streak. And then tonight, we've got number 12, BYU women's soccer hosting the 0-15 LMU Lions. 2-2 pitch, jammed him, ground ball to second, over to first in time. So one away. Richardson does advance to second base, so now with a runner at second, there is one out here in the top of the first. Yeah, good job there. Fastball inner half there that uh, jammed him. He was just barely able to get enough of it to uh, hit a weak ground ball to the four hole, fielded by Sardina for the first out. That'll bring in the second baseman, Chase Anderson. Chase wearing number 44. Every time I see 44, first pitch foul back, I think of Brock Hale. Great BYU slugger. No balls and one strike. Meeting on the mound, Reuter walks the baseball out to Dally. Says something real quick, turns around, and is already back behind the dish. T.J. Clarkson on deck for the Utes. Anderson awaiting the 0-1. Dally looks back at second and delivers. Another pitch. Fouled straight back, almost in the exact spot on the screen. No balls, two strikes. Richardson at second base with one out. Just underway here in Provo. Dally gets the sign and now sets. Looks at second. 
And delivers the 0-2. Took something off of it. Swing and a miss. That's a strikeout and out number two and a big strikeout for Nate Daly. So with two outs and a runner in scoring position, the batter will be T.J. Clarkson looking for a two-out hit here in the top of the first. I'd mentioned uh, Brock Hale, former BYU slugger. As I look out into the crowd, I uh, seeing Danny Jelilich making his way up. Danny's last season was last year. Now he's in Denver going to school. Saw his wife Josie yesterday at soccer practice. The first pitch to Clarkson. It's the bottom of the strike zone, strike one. Yeah, good to have Danny back, coming to support his team. It was fun having him. Man, I wish he could have stayed healthy. Yeah. Uh, last year he was playing so well, and then that hamstring could just not get healthy. I remember that series in Omaha where he was just trying his hardest to Yes, he was. Try and give it everything he had, just did not have the, the speed and the oomph and the trust in the hammy. The 0-1 pitch. Ground ball, it will get through and into left field. Richardson rounding third, and he will score. And it's now 1-0 Utah with two outs in the top of the first. Yeah, Brock was holding on the runner. And uh, fastball at 93 miles an hour, he just jammed him, and he hit a little soft ground ball, four hopper in the six hole. But uh, nobody was there because of where Brock's positioning was. And so kind of basically hit that through the shift in a way for a, uh, the first run of the game. So 1-0 Utah. Utah needed a two-out hit, and they got it. So now a runner at first. That'll bring in Zach Tolia, the third baseman. First pitch to Tolia. Strike one. As we mentioned, the game last Friday... Utah jumped out to a 5-1 lead, and the Cougars came roaring back to lead heading into the bottom of the 12th. The 0-1 pitch, strike two. A good slider right there. Really good pitch there. So no balls, two strikes. Daly a strike away from getting out of the inning and giving up only the one run. The 0-2. Hits the bottom of the strike zone, and the home plate umpire rings him up. That's two strikeouts in the inning for Nate Daly. The Utes do get on the board. We'll head to the home half of the first. Utah on top, 1-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the first inning, Cougars with their first at-bat. They'll be facing Hostert for the University of Utah, leading things off. The customary leadoff hitter for the BYU Cougars. Number six, Mitch McIntyre. He'll be followed by Hayden Latham, Andrew Pintar, Cole Gamble, Colin Reuter, Josh Cowden, Jacob Wilk, Austin Deming, Brock Watkins, and Alex Sardina. BYU will hit 10, as they did last Friday. Utah scheduled to hit just nine. Mitch McIntyre leading things off. Trying to find out who's playing defensively in center field. The lineup that we got from Utah did not have a center fielder listed. And it's strike one to Mitch McIntyre. I did bring the binoculars this time, Tuck, yeah, so. That a boy, Shep. They're, but they're not great, and he keeps uh, 
believe that is number 21, which would be uh, Dakota Duffalo. And the pitch outside, one ball, one strike. And because Duffalo is not uh, in the lineup in terms of due up to hit, my guess is that they wanted somebody to hit, somebody to field. So maybe one of those situations, because right now Duffalo not scheduled to hit unless they've changed the lineup since. 1-1 one, one pitch in there for strike two. So Mitch behind, one ball, two strikes. The Utes with one run on two hits. The 1-2 misses away, evens the count at 2-2. Two and two. two balls, two strikes. The pitch inside, and it's full to McIntyre. That's the one thing Mitch has done the last couple of years, Shep, is he's done a really good job of seeing deep counts and taking his walks. He had more walks and strikeouts last year. That's a big part of his game. And the first pit, or the payoff pitch hits right over the head of the shortstop that was playing behind second base, and it is a single into center, and BYU gets its first hit from the leadoff man, Mitch McIntyre. Nicely done by McIntyre. That'll bring in number 10, Hayden Latham. Randon Hostert on the mound, redshirt sophomore from Idaho Falls. The first pitch to Latham, strike one. No balls, one strike. McIntyre at first, a leadoff single. Here in the bottom of the first, Utah up one nothing. Hoster delivers the 0-1. Inside, one ball and one strike. With McIntyre's speed, be interesting if he runs I know the field drains well, but maybe a little may want to may want to slide a little early, not have to slide past the bag. Yeah, definitely. Or else they're <laughs> gonna keep going. And he's on the move. Ground ball up the middle by Hayden Latham. McIntyre going first to third. He was on the move. The hit and run was on, and it worked to perfection. BYU in business in the bottom of the first. Nobody out. Runners on the corners. The designated hitter, Andrew Pintar, will now bat. A great start. Two hits, a little hit and run action right there. First to third. Here we go. Best hitter now hitting. Pintar will hit, will not play defensively. And the first pitch to Penny. It's a foul ball. Yeah, foul ball. It was a little bit of a slow roller towards third, but everyone kind of stopped. So I think everybody realized that it was a foul ball. So it is no balls and one strike to Pintar. McIntyre at third, Latham at first. Nobody out. 
The pitch way inside, almost hit Pintar. Yeah, slider that just stayed in right there. Both teams with two hits. Utah with a 1-0 lead, but we'll see. Chopped foul by Pintar. Uh, he got away with one right there. That's an inside uh, curveball right there that Pintar just fouled off. Normally, he, the way he's been hitting lately, he stays inside that pitch and hits a double down the line. The count, one ball, two strikes. Base hit or a sack fly should tie this ball game up. Oster looks over at first. And now delivers the 1-2 to Pintar. The swing got past the catcher. They'll throw down to first. He is out. Latham advancing to second. For a second, I thought that Pintar got a piece of that, and it was a foul ball. Yeah, it looked that way a little bit, but uh, it definitely didn't. It was just probably the, the sound of it hitting the plate was that uh, sound that we heard. So the Cougars now with one out have two runners in scoring position. McIntyre at third, Latham at second, and that'll bring in the right fielder, Cole Gamble. A oh, big spot here. Runners at second and third, less than two. Great time to hit. First pitch to Gamble. Slow roller to third base. That will score a run. Throw to first is in time. McIntyre scoring from third. It is now 1-1 here in the bottom of the first. Yeah, he got the job done. Definitely not what Cole was trying to do there. He was trying to hit something hard into the outfield, hopefully bringing in both guys. But uh, McIntyre had a great read right there with that ball, saying that, hey, I'm going to beat that on that soft ground ball to third. And he was easily safe, so they had to throw it to, to first to get the second out. And in the process, Latham advancing from second to third. So two outs, and the batter is Colin Reuter. Uh, these two out hits, right? Utah got one to take the lead. We got a manufactured run there to tie it up. Now they get a two out hit here, and you take the lead. The 0-1 pitch. Misses inside, 1-1. One Colin Reuter facing Hoster. The 1-1 pitch. Hit right up the middle, and the Cougars will take the lead on the RBI single from Colin Reuter. It's now 2-1 BYU. Yeah, nicely done right there. Got the outside fastball up in the zone. 92-mile-an-hour pitch. Hit it right back up the middle for a two-out RBI. Nicely done, Colin. Had a big two-out hit last Yes, week. he did. BYU. Scoring two runs here. They've now out hit the Utes three to two. It also appears they've taken away that error. From the first inning, so no errors on BYU. Yeah, that was a just a infield placed, you know, single, that leadoff hitter. Even had the ball been picked at first, he would have been safe anyway, so you got to give that a hit. The 0-1 pitch to Josh Cowden. Misses, and it's one ball and one strike. Slider just missed down. 
Cowden hit a triple last week. He was about two inches away from a, an absolute bomb. One ball, one strike. BYU on top, 2-1. Runner at first, the 1-1 pitch to Cowden. Swing and a miss, strike two. 89-mile-an-hour fastball. Up in the zone in the outside corner, just swung through it. Now you battle with two. Gonna take a different swing here, a different approach. One ball, two strike count. Cowden steps out and now back into the batter's box. Hoster delivers the one, two, high and outside, two and two the count now. McIntyre and Latham each with singles. That's how this inning began. Both have come around to score, and it's now 2-1 BYU. The 2-2 pitch. Outside, full count now to Josh Cowden. In the on-deck circle, the first baseman, Jacob Wilk. Well, Ruder doesn't run extremely well. He's a catcher, but he'll be moving on the pitch here. So ball that can uh, get in a gap here, he'll score from first. Full count. Hostert sets and delivers the payoff pitch. Good it misses good away. Take, good take, change up running away. Great take right there. Two out walk. The inning stays alive. Cougars with runners at first and second for the first baseman, Jacob Wilk, batting seventh in the order. Well, this is where you make it hurt, right? We got a two out knock to take the lead. Then you get a two out walk on top of that. And now it's like, hey, Jake, take advantage of this. Let's get another run. Got to make teams pay for mistakes. Keeping the inning alive with two outs. Take advantage of it. Wilk awaits the first pitch from Hostert. The pitch on its way. High, ball one. Good take right there. Wilk from Salado, Texas. I tell you what, the, the nice thing about this fall, you know, we chart and stat all of our, our scrimmages that we have. And at this time last year, as an offense ship, we were negative 27, 127 last year in strikeout to walk ratio, okay? Which means we struck out 127 more times than we did walk last year at this time, at the exact same date, right? Well, this year, negative 33. It's a big difference. Significantly right? improving so on that stat. Almost 100 yeah. strikeouts less, which means the guys are buying into the approach. They're putting the ball more in play. And uh, and good things are happening. Two balls, no strikes. The pitch to Wilk. Checked his swing. And they will appeal. First base umpire says he did not go. It is three balls, no strikes. And now Hostert really uh, playing with fire. Whoa. He's going to walk the bases loaded here. Something a little different here, too. Let's see 3-0 here if uh, he's got the green light. Three balls, no strikes. Two outs, runners at first and second. The 3-0 to Wilk. Inside, and that's a four-pitch walk, and that is back-to-back -back walks with two outs for Hostert. Now this is where you have to make it hurt right here, right? Austin Deming will now be the batter with the bases loaded and an opportunity to blow this game wide open in the bottom of the first. Obviously a lot of uh, baseball to play, but Opportunities like this, you certainly got to take advantage of if you get the opportunity. 
A quick meeting on the mound. Cop out to talk with Hoster. I think he read him the rights. Just said, hey, get back in the zone here. No more freebies. This is where you make it hurt right here. These big two out knocks. Bases loaded, two outs. The first pitch to Deming in the dirt. Ball one. And now timeout is called. So Coaches. Now you have Coach Henderson, the new head coach, who's also the pitching coach, taking a, a mound visit. The entire infield also on the mound receive instructions. BYU leading 2-1. These are back-breaking break opportunities early in the game. You're up 2-1, bases loaded, two outs. If Deming comes up with an extra base hit here, it's just you completely, like you said, the floodgates, right? Yep. The the energy, the excitement, the momentum is all back. You're at a home game, right? Yeah, you have we still got 11 innings to play, but you're playing against your rival here. You have a nasty taste in your mouth because you tied on Friday when you shouldn't tie in yeah, baseball. Yeah, you had the lead going into the bottom of the 12th. But, but you just, just yeah. shouldn't tie in yep. baseball, right? And so there's an opportunity to, to take a big lead here, and it's a big spot for a senior here that's been in these spots before. No crying and no tying in baseball, right? Correct. 1-0, misses away, two balls and no strikes, and Hoster struggling to find the strike zone right now. The base is full of BYU Cougars. The 2-0 pitch to Deming, strike one. Good pitch from Hoster. Yeah, caught the upper inside quadrant of the strike zone for strike one. That's a big strike because they would have gone to 3-0 there. It had been... Real trouble for Hoster. Tuck, I'm impressed with the number of people here yeah, to watch this baseball game. There's that is impressive. Yeah. 2-1 pitch. Chopped foul, and the count is now 2-2. Two and two. After falling behind, two balls, no strikes. Hoster fought back. It's now 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, no, there's a ton of people out watching this game, which is awesome because you got it's a football Saturday, right? Rainy, 50-degree day. 50-degree if, if we're lucky, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Well, that's what they said. It says it is, but feels like more like 30. <laughs> That's why we're uh, happy to be behind some glass in the press box. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Bases loaded. BYU on top 2-1. Hoster delivers the 2-2 to Deming inside, and it's a full count. Well, everybody's moving here. So a single through the infield will definitely score two. A gap shot here will score three because uh, Wilk be moving on the pitch as well. And you're going to get something to hit if you're dimming here. There's no yeah. chance he wants to walk in another run. And if he doesn't, you take your RBI. Back-to-back, two-out walks. The payoff pitch to Deming, and he pops it up into right field. Clement over, makes the catch, and the Cougars will leave. The base is loaded. They do score two in the bottom of the first. We'll head to the top of the second. Cougs on top, 2-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Cougars score two in the bottom of the first, take the lead 2-1. Could have been even better. Bases loaded, two outs. Austin Deming flied out to right field. 
leaving the bases loaded. But again, the good news, Cougars on top 2-1. New pitcher for the BYU Cougars, Jack Sterner on the mound now. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Our first opportunity of the day to see Jack Sterner. Well, one of our returning starting pitchers from last year. And it's strike one to Brock Rudy, the designated hitter. Yeah, he's uh, usually 91 to 94 mile an hour fastball. Really good changeup and a really good 12-6 uh, curveball. Rudy, Kopp, and Clement do up here in the top of the second. The 0-1 pitch straight back to the screen. No, one, oh, no balls, two strikes. Yeah, changeup right Brock there. Brock Rudy. Left that one up a little bit, but uh, Rudy was barely able to foul it back. No balls, two strikes. Sterner delivers in the dirt and through the legs of both Reuter and the home plate umpire. Just a little 50-footer right there. <laughs> One-two count. Jack kicks and delivers. Swing and a miss. Pitched him inside. And that's a strikeout. Brock Rudy, that's how the top of the second begins. Yeah, 94 mile an hour fastball on the inner half right there. Just blew it by him. Nicely done there, Jack. Well, to bring in the catcher, number 24, Davis Kopp, hitting seventh in the order for the Utes. I wish the, the fans could see Trackman radar like I can because it shows exactly where that pitch was and the velocity. And uh, our radar gun up on the board is actually uh, slow. So oh, like it says 93 up there, it actually was 94. So say so. if somebody threw a 47-mile-an-hour pitch, it's usually yeah. probably closer to 50. It could have been. What wow. a pitch hit wow. down the line in right field and a running and diving catch by Cole Gamble robbing Davis Kopp of at least a double. Wow, what, great play, Cole. What a, what a great defensive play by Cole Gamble. Yes, it was. My goodness. For those of you hearing Chef talking about, oh, so his 47-mile-an-hour <laughs> pitch, he threw out a first pitch like three seasons ago, and it was like 42 miles an hour. 47, <laughs> and it was about accuracy, not velocity. First pitch is a swing and a miss by Jackson Clement, strike one. Boy, what a great defensive play by Cole Gamble. Yes, it was. Dead sprint, sliding catch for out number two. The 0-1 misses. Now one ball and one strike to Clement. 1-1 pitch. Fouled off down the left field line and into the BYU bullpen. And a nice running catch by one of the pitchers. Did not see who that was. Nicely done. Made the play, huh? That's right. A little web gym, maybe. 1-2 pitch. Misses high and outside, two and two. To Jackson Clement, the right fielder. Go get him here, Jack. The 2-2 two -two pitch, foul back to the screen. The count stays, two balls and two strikes. He's going right at him with, uh, with the hard stuff. 94, here it comes. It's about 30 scouts in the stands today. It's awesome to see so many of them here. I was surprised to see, I mean, there was there's a, quite a contingent. 
Ground ball, the 2-2 pitch to Sardina. Nicely Over to done. first in time, 1-2-3 go the Utes in the top of the second. Nicely done by Jack Sterner. Home half of the second. After this, it is 2-1 Cougars on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the University of Utah, number 38, Dusty Schramm. Right-handed pitcher, redshirt junior from Fresno, California. In to pitch the bottom of the second. Cougars leading 2-1. The 9-10-1 hitters due up for BYU. That is Watkins, Sardina, then back to the top of the order for Mitch McIntyre, who led this, at least the BYU half of the first inning with a single. Ram getting his final warm-up tosses, which are certainly important on a day like today. And I believe this is, if not the last, and it is his last throw. So, play set to resume. Home plate umpire brushing off the home plate. And the batter will be number two, Brock Watkins. BYU with three hits, Utah with two. Watkins awaiting the first pitch from Schramm. Schramm delivers. Watkins gets underneath it. A high fly ball carrying near the warning track. It's the right fielder moving to his right, makes the catch. That's Clement. And Watkins is retired for the first out in the second. Yeah, good swing there. Just got under it right there. 102-mile-an-hour exit below. That, I mean, that ball's hit hard. That ball traveled 366 feet. So, I mean, you hit that down the line, yeah. it's a home run. Uh, the difference between hitting in the gap where it's 380, it's caught for out number one. The number 10 hitter, Alex Sardina, the Cougars' second baseman today, getting his first plate appearance. First pitch from Schramm, swing and a miss, strike one. You're going to get all the fun statistics today now that I have my new toys this year. Yeah, right? that's, that is uh, quite nice so. to be able to have that right there for yeah. the broadcast. Yes, it's nice. It's going to make you sound a whole lot smarter. Yes. Job security. <laughs> the 0-1 pitch to Sardina. Check swing. They will appeal. Nope, didn't even need to appeal. Strike two. Yeah, 50-50 pitch, borderline, but umpire uh, calls it. For strike two. No balls, two strikes. Base is empty, one out. Sardine at the plate. Schramm delivers way outside. One and two. BYU football is underway in Pullman, Washington. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert in three, two, and one. Cougars trail 7-0. Washington State gets a touchdown on their opening drive. The 1-2 pitch is a swing and a miss by Sardina. And it's out number two. Schramm has made quick work of the first two hitters that he has faced. And now back to the top of the order. And Mitch McIntyre, one of the Cougars' three hits, came off of the bat of McIntyre. Oh, and he almost hit around in the first inning. That's a good thing. That's what you want to do a lot. 
First pitch to Mitch. Outside, ball one. Crowd still filing in here to Miller Park. Overcast skies, the lights are on, temperatures are cool, but we've got fall baseball. 1-0 pitch. Misses, two balls and no strikes to McIntyre. Two balls, no strikes. Two outs, bases empty. Bottom of the second, 2-1 BYU. The 2-0 pitch from Schramm. Went around, strike one. A little better 2-0 uh, <laughs> swing there by Mitch. He got kind of got caught between. Swinging, not swinging, a little half swing there. Scored, do I, don't yeah, I? Yeah. You get caught right in the middle. The count is 2-1 and one to the Cougar leadoff hitter. Schramm delivers the 2-1. Misses away, three balls and one strike. Hayden Latham in the on-deck circle for BYU. BYU, as we mentioned, in the white with the navy pinstripes. Great look. Just wait till you have some of our new uniforms this year, Shep. I haven't seen any of the new ones, so well, I'm they, excited. They haven't busted them out yet. but 3-1 uh. pitch inside, and it's a walk, a two-out walk to McIntyre, keeping the inning alive. And bring up the number two hitter, Hayden Latham. Also has a single in this ballgame. Our new road pinstripes are going to be awesome. The gray, the gray with navy pinstripes for the road, mm -hmm. going to be awesome. Okay. Basically this jersey right here, mm -hmm. but just gray. And I like the, it. And then there's a surprise that's jersey the one. in there. Yeah, see, that's yeah. the one I'm excited to, because you've not given me any hints nope. or clues nope. other than maybe black. Possibly. That there could be some black in it? It's possible. Okay, all right. Time will tell. Black with royal? Possible. Okay, interesting. First pitch to Latham in the dirt ball one. Quick throw down to first, McIntyre back. And it was actually called strike one. Yep, just curveball that caught the bottom of the zone. So no balls and one strike to Hayden Latham. The kids love the, uh, the uniform combinations. It's all about the different uniform yes, combinations. Let's just say there's a good chance that uh, the Royal jerseys won't be worn as much this year as they have in the past. Okay. Just saying. All right. Look, he when he speaks, it's an educated comment, okay? So if Tuck says, probably <laughs> not going to see a ton of Royal, you're probably not going to see a ton of Royal. It might have Royal accent. Mm. But, okay. Know. No balls, one strike. Shram delivers to Latham. McIntyre on the move. Throw down to second is off target. It goes wide and into center field, but McIntyre, for a brief second, thought about trying for third. Oh, two. Changed his mind and is at second base. So the count is no balls and two strikes to Latham, but now McIntyre in scoring position with two outs. It's all about two out knocks. Here we go. He throws that slider again, just hit it the other way. No balls, two strikes. Two outs here in the bottom of the second. It's fascinating to me how shallow the center field and right field have been playing today against us. Got to make them pay.
Schramm looking into Cop, getting the sign. Looks back at second and now delivers the 0-2 outside ball one. Good eye by Hayden Latham. One ball, two strike count. As we mentioned, a very busy day for BYU Athletics. BYU football down 7-0, driving in Pullman. 1-2 pitch. Check swing, went around, and that's the final out. McIntyre stranded at second. No run scoring in the bottom of the second. BYU still on top 2-1 as we head to the top of the third from Provo on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. This BYU pitching change brought to you once again by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Jansen Kiesel on the mound to begin the top of the third for BYU. He'll face the 9-1 and 2 hitters. Johnny Bartich will lead things off for the Utes, wearing number 99, the designated hitter. Cougars on top 2-1 as we begin the top of the third here in Provo. Kiesel's first pitch. Misses high, ball one. Just missed high, 95 miles an hour. The 1-0 pitch. Swing and a miss, 92 from Kiesel, and it evens the count at 1-1. One one. one ball, one strike. The pitch to Bardich. Ooh, just missed high, I guess. Yeah, no. It looked like a good pitch. Yeah, it was, yeah. Just missed. Two balls and one strike. The 2-1. 93 gets Bardich to swing and miss, and the count even at 2-2. Two and two. Speaking of things that are tied, BYU football getting the touchdown. It's now 7-7 in the first quarter in Pullman. Forgot about your spoiler alert there. Yeah, I figured those that, uh, look, and nowadays you, you really can't worry about Ooh. stuff like that. Pitch oh, way inside, and that hit Bardich, and that hit him either on the hand or the elbow, and he is in some pain right now. Yeah, 94 on the inner half right there. He's not trying to hit him. He's trying to come inside and strike him out. But two seam just kept running inside. Yeah, they're looking at that elbow, it looks like. That is not fun. No, that is, and especially when the temperatures are cool, you're going to feel that sting. Yes, you are. As Tuck mentioned, certainly not trying to hit him. It's just a pitch inside that just kept carrying. And the good news is, is Bartich is running down to first. He's going to be okay, stay in the ball game. Obviously good news. But a hit by pitch as the tying run at first here in the top of the third. Back to the top of the order, number three, Matt Richardson. A single to begin this game. It's already one for one. We'll get his second plate appearance now facing Kiesel.
The first pitch to Richardson. Swing and a miss, strike one. And 92 right there, inner half. Are you looking to get you a double play ball right here, Jance? Fastball down in the zone. Very impressive freshman on the mound for BYU and Jansen Kiesel. Yeah, bright future ahead of him. The 0-1 pitch. Misses 1-1 one one now. It is fun to be able to look over at the uh, at the computer and, exact, and see exactly where that ball crossed yeah. the strike zone or did not cross the strike zone. Uh, the only thing that you have to be a little careful on is the smaller hitters, the, the top of the strike zone is actually incorrect. They check on the runner at first. Because He's back it, safely. It has a generic, you know, six foot one hitter as the strike zone. So gotcha. anybody that has your stature, right? You mean an yeah. average person? It's gonna, it's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna show a strike here, but it's actually gonna be a little high. One ball, one strike. Kiesel delivers the one-one. Took something off of it. Strike two. Yeah, good slider right there. One ball, two strikes to Matt Richardson. Bardich at first after being hit by the pitch. Nobody out. Cougars on top, 2-1. The 1-2 one pitch, swing and a miss, a strikeout, That's a throw down a second. That's interference. Yeah. And they're going to call it. So it's going to be a strikeout, yep. throw out. Strikeout, right throw them out. Interference by Richardson stepping in front of Reuter. And the Utah coaching staff's not going to like it. But it is 100% yeah. the right call. Yeah, he hit Reuter as he's throwing it, and so batter's going to be out. Bartich is still standing at second. And runner's going to be out. Yep. He's going to wait till his coach tells him to leave. He's still at second base, but he's going to be out. And now home plate umpire, and there yeah, we go, Bartich now making basically the – Basically just turns it into a strike him out, throw him out. And it's the right call. I mean, yes, it Richardson is. ended up over the middle of the plate, and as Reuter's throwing, hit Reuter on the side. So now two outs, and the base is empty. The batter is the left fielder, Alex Beza, grounded out to second in his first plate appearance. First pitch, a little jam shot that's going to fall right in front of Latham in left. So a two-out single. It's the third hit of the afternoon for the Utes. Yeah, 95-mile-an-hour fastball in the inner half, 67-mile-an-hour exit velo. Jammed him, but it carried yeah. enough that it was right in no man's land really for anybody was. to get to. Traveled 219 feet <laughs> until it hit the ground. The batter is Chase Anderson. You hate that as a pitcher. You're just like, man, I threw a perfect pitch. I jam him, and he gets a hit out of it. Kiesel's first pitch outside in the dirt. Ruder throws down to second. Atta the runner boy. was on the move, and he got him out. Nicely done, Colin, Colin. Ruder throwing out Alex Beza at second base for the final out of the inning, and the Cougars will come to the plate in the bottom of the third, leading 2-1 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard.
Bottom of the third inning, 2-1 Cougars. BYU hitters will face a new Utah pitcher, Zach McCleave, on the mound, the right-hander out of West Valley City, Utah. And he will face the three, four, and five hitters, Pintar, Gamble, and Colin Reuter. Pintar, 0 for 1 with a strikeout in the first inning. But hits now even at three. And the first pitch from McCleave as he drops down for strike one. A little 84-mile-an-hour fastball. But when you're throwing from down there submarine style, The 0-1 pitch hit into center field by Pintar. Duffalo there, and Pintar retired for out number one here in the third. Cole Gamble. New married. Newly, newlywed right here. Got married on Thursday, Cole did. That's right. He is a married man. There's not as many married players on the roster as there have been over the last couple of years. Yeah. Uh, three? Maybe three or four right now. Gamble looks at strike one. Cole's now wife, uh, Cougarette, correct? Correct, yep. The 0-1 pitch. Strike two. Good slider right there. Gamble falling behind. No balls and two strikes. Just after 2 o'clock here in local time in Provo. 2-1 Cougars. The second and final exhibition matchup between BYU and Utah. The 0-2 pitch. Misses. One ball and two strikes. Game one of the series was last Friday night at Smith's Ballpark in Salt Lake City. Ended in a 6-6 tie. Going to play 12 innings and no extras, and that's how that one ended. Going to go 12 innings again today. The 1-2 pitch. Oh, baby. Boy, and he tied up Cole Gamble for strike number three. Strikeout for Zach McCleave. And now two away with the bases empty. Well, he had Gamble fooled. Yes, he did. Good slider right there. Gamble did not look good on that one. So with two outs and the base is empty, the batter will be the catcher, Colin Reuter, who ended the top of the third with a great throw to second to throw out the runner. First pitch, misses. Ball one to Reuter. We talked about it on the broadcast on Friday. Reuter. One of those guys that the coaching staff sees as a pro player. Very excited about his future here in Provo. And he looks at ball two. So two balls and no strikes to Reuter. Yeah, extremely talented young freshman. A lot of tools. Got a chance to play a lot of innings this year. Excited to see what he can do. 2-0 pitch. And Reuter skies it high on the infield. It's the second baseman, Anderson, that makes the catch. And BYU retired in order in the third. Kooks on top, 2-1 as we head to the fourth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.